the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because, together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Well, first and foremost, happy Memorial Day to all of the veterans and all of the active military out there. And I don't care what our government says, we honor you to the max. Celebrate our fallen heroes. That's right. Uh, it's, uh, what this uh, Memorial Day is all about, in my opinion, not just the active, but those that did That's not right. make it home. Um, and we we remember you always. You heard our vice president says, "Have oh a wonderful God. long weekend." Yeah, I know that's making it everywhere. Mm-hmm. I swear, it's very disrespectful. If I had a tank, I'd run over her. Uh, by the way, this segment is brought to you by the good folks at South Point. Uh, uh, credit card services? Yeah, well, it's not a credit card. What it is is if you have a I'm looking for the paperwork, I can't seem to find it. But if you have a grocery store or a liquor store, and right now we're having a heck of a time hiring people, so you can go point of sale where you don't even have to fool with it. You can get self-checkout. All the big stores are doing it, and if they're doing it, there's no reason why you can't do it. But they're just great, great people to work with, so give these guys a call. They're there for you. All you have to do is just reach out and just tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ AM 1170. We got Audrey Mason in the house. We got Nicole. And we've got, guess who's back? Ed. Ed, I'm broken stoven. It's great to be back. <laughs> back. You don't like just laying in bed? Oh, oh, it gets old. That's the hard, That laying in bed stuff is the hard part, man. I'm telling you. It gets old, yeah, definitely. It gets it's, super, super old. We're so glad to have you. Yeah, back. we are thrilled that you're back you. and you're it's, in good shape and you know, you're surviving. You know, I'm walking around. I, yeah, you are. I never thought eight ribs would ever <laughs> happen to me. I broke eight ribs two weeks ago yesterday. And you got on your motorcycle the other day. Uh, I heard. got on my bicycle yesterday. Your bicycle too? Yeah, I just rode around the, the neighborhood a little bit. Just to see if you could? Yeah. You know, yeah. Someone gave me a folding bike. And I pumped up the tires. I wanted to see if it worked. And, you know, pretty soon I'm down the street. And you had to ride it. Waving at people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm riding. Oh, it's me. I'm back. He sent me a video of him riding a bike. I told him not to push himself. He's still healing. I'm going slow. But, yeah, so I crashed a couple of weeks ago. If you're not aware. (laughs) On my uh, dual sport motorcycle, trail riding in the the mountains, there was a... um, a spot with some tall grass 
and there was a deep rut that was diagonal to the way I was going. I didn't see it. I hit the rut and it just slammed me down and I hit on my side. At the time, I didn't know how bad it was. So, okay, Brad, pick up my bike and ride it around, see if it's okay and help me get on. (laughs) So, yeah, we care more about the bike than we do. about. I just wanted to make sure it was rideable before I got on it. Well, how are you breathing? Were you breathing okay? <laughs> Let alone, well, let's not, not think about what what. Well, I had to get out in, of there. I mean, what, what position you could be in? Not yeah. yeah. How to I mean, get out of there? Not how do I get out of there? There's too many trees for a helicopter, and it's just hard to get a truck in there. So okay, the, and I didn't know how bad I was. So okay, let's ride out. So get on the bike and you know just take it easy. <laughs> Every bump I felt, and got out to the street, a couple of miles of dirt, got out to the street, rode for, I don't know, six or seven miles of street, and then Brad loaded me up. I changed clothes, took so me to the did doctor. You did you park at Corral then? Pardon? Did you guys park at Corral Canyon then? We were at um, the Buckman Springs rest stop. Yeah. That's where we parked. Oh, my God. And then we went up by the by the glider thing and then around there so well, folks so they checked me right in the hospital and uh took good care of me ucsd medical uh, they, they transferred me over to ucsd hillcrest and they have wonderful staff even the food's not bad there i, I mean everyone complains about hospital food how terrible it is isn't it did, did you say you had chocolate me. cake i had so, chocolate cake every yeah. meal Oh, yum. <laughs> and I and not a big piece, a nice slim piece, just the right amount. There's all kind of good good meals. The staff are wonderful. The bed was even comfortable with the way it moves for you. You had a thick mattress. Nice. You know, they, they took pretty a lot. good they took pretty good care of me. So it's two weeks today since uh I got hurt. Yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. A week today I got out of the hospital. At my highest, I had 11 tubes and wires coming out of me. Wow. On me. Ouch. And, uh, I mean, it sounds terrible, but they all had a purpose, and they all it all worked out for the best. So, so. I got asked if you were riding the FE501 Husqvarna or if you were on Yeah, I was on the, my 501. You were on the 501? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't sure what you were on, Clean, if you were on quiet. your new one or if you were on the older or, one, the 86250. <laughs> or my... Uh, or my brand new FC 450 2021. Yeah. You know, I got the last red sticker bike in town. Just yeah. About. I know. I didn't know. Sorry. You didn't say it. You weren't heartbroken that that went down. So I, that's why I was thinking it was the Husqvarna or yeah. the 86. And the bike's fine. That's I wasn't going that fast. I, it's going like, I don't know, probably 15 miles an hour. But 15 miles an hour to zero in one foot. On hard, pat, on hard. On hard dirt. Yeah. Even my arm, like my arm was up when I hit the ground. So I didn't break my collarbone like normally you do mm-hmm. when you hit over there. It, 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 everything went into my the side of my torso. And did you learn your lesson about how bad it could have been and that you should have called 911 yeah. at least from the time that you made it back down to Our it? phones didn't work where yeah. we were. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, yeah. No, what, the lesson I learned is if you can't see the ground, go really slow over it. Because that rut was obscured, and I should have realized that there could have been a hazard there, and I should have gone gently through there. I'm kind of racing my friend, and we're loose and having a lot of fun. It was so beautiful in the forest. The pine trees, there was flowers all around and green, 
It was just the most beautiful. We yep. actually pulled over and said, hey, do you know the words to Kumbaya? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just one of those those kind of surreal times when it was so nice. and The trail was fun. I was with my great friend Brad, and we were just having a great time. So, you know, going from a million to zero in one second. Wow. I'm so sorry. I'm very glad that you're healing, you're up, you're around. I just don't do too much, dude. So I, I, I'm I not you. pushing We it. need I, you. Yeah. SDRC you know, needs you. I, I went uh, recliner shopping yesterday. He's going to love it. I bought a recliner. I had my best night's sleep yet last night. Told you. Oh, on the rec- I can't even lay in a bed. This, yeah, I cannot get comfortable on a bed. No, you're too flat. There's yeah, no I, position. I the recliners are at, the only other thing you're missing that you should have. Yeah. That you don't have right outside your bedroom window is a jacuzzi. That would be nice. Dude, I'm here you to know. tell you. I climbed in mine with my four broken ribs every night. And I'll tell you what. Fell asleep a couple times. Damn near drowned. But other than other than that, oh my god! I was thinking, just because you're weightless in the water, yeah, you're no, floating there like there's mm-hmm. no, you're not using Strain any muscles to hold yourself. All the pressure yeah, off. Yeah. Of you. Yeah, exactly that pressure thing. Do you have an opportunity to put a jacuzzi next to your bedroom window? Yeah, I'll be um, making that phone call today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you, you'd be surprised how how nice it is when you have it. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Well, it's, we're glad to hear you're well. We're really glad you didn't break your new bike. Oh yeah, and knowing you, you probably didn't hurt the old bike. No, the bike is good. A little twisted. Bikes don't easy adjustments, and it's just parts. You can always replace the parts. And bikes just laugh at you anyway when they when you hurt when they hurt you. All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead take a small break. We come back. There's a whole lot more on SDORC Dirt Radio because we want to talk about the Lost Lizard Run coming up because that's just right around the corner. It's coming fast, yeah. yeah, If you haven't signed up for it, this is the time to do it. You just go to the website on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to SDORC Dirt Radio right here on FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. That's in honor of her son who did it last week. Uh, This segment's brought to you by... Wayne Miller Mobile Tire out in Santee. If you need any of your oil changed and alignment done on your car, any motor uh, work done whatsoever, Wayne Miller Mobile Tire out in Santee, 619-528-8200. Mm-hmm. Right, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's talk a little bit about the Lost Lizard Run because it's you know you know as well as I do this thing is right around the corner. Well, I'm really excited. Our our theme this year is going to be um, freedom off the chain uh, in the desert because basically you know it's the desert. It's open. You can do anything that you need to do out there um, in or the, have fun and explore, and and you don't have the confinements of town basically. Um, but freedom off the chain in the desert, our registration is open. You can go online and pre-register. The event will be Saturday, November 13th. So we have a couple months for it. Um, we are working on gathering, um, everything that we need. We're looking for donations. If we can get, um, you know, the big, uh, kind of like stadium lights donated. Um, hopefully Alpha Site Logistics will donate the dumpster and the toilets to us again. Um, That's a big one. That's a big one. That's one of our big expenses. 
Uh, we're also trying to find a tent right now for our registration. Um, the company that we used to use that kind of gave us a discount, um, almost doubled the price on us. So, oh man, yeah. Well, you know, I kind of get it because of COVID right now, all a lot of the outdoor seating areas took the big tents, and oh my so god, you're right. It's really hard to get a tent like right restaurants now. And- yeah, all the restaurants and everything they've got all the the big white tents. So, you know, finding the tent that will cover that, you know, the and they have to take it to the middle of the desert. <laughs> so that's the other thing. Um, you know, our events at Superstition. Um, we've had it there for the last few years. Um, it'll be our 16th sixth Lost one Lizard. Superstition. And 16th almost annual. Almost annual, unfortunately. I'm trying to stop saying annual since we had to skip oh, 2020, which everyone is just will heartbroken. But yeah, so it'll be our 16th Lost Lizard off-road fun run. Um, six years in a row at Superstition. Um, uh, we're working on getting everything together for it, our sponsorship. Um, we definitely need volunteers, people who are willing to possibly run a checkpoint. It's really awesome advertising opportunity for any motorsports business whatsoever, because you're out there, um, and you're literally getting face to face and having conversations with a couple thousand off-roaders that you can potentially be sending, you know, sure. business to your, they could send us, uh, they could set up like stuff to see like if you sell products you sell vehicles you could yeah. have a few of them sitting around the pit the uh the checkpoint the checkpoint you can have a sign camp. that says this is our business yeah and here's what we camp. sell yeah. here's our staff you know while you're drawing your raffle card and you're playing the game you could also say oh what about this could i you guys sell these side-by-sides or these jeep parts or these beautiful motorcycles which yeah. are close to my heart i love the motorcycles <laughs> Well, the other thing is good, too, is if you're looking for hard-to-find parts. Oh, yes. Because, I mean, aren't you going to have kind of a semi-quasi-swap meet out there as well? Um, we only get a few vendors. Don't, not a lot of vendors no, come out, I'm talking out about people too. bringing their stuff out, you know, that's Jeep-related, no? No, we don't usually have that. Um, some people come and try and sell their stuff while they're out there, but we don't usually have that. Um, that's, no, it's it, more about driving around, yeah, driving the event, having a and good time, getting stuff, yeah. trying to win prizes at, at the raffle. Yeah, it's a big raffle. I, I'm not sure how big it'll be this year, but in the past, I mean, it's gone on for an hour and a half, yeah, two, two hours, and, two and a half hours, just trying to give away all these dozens and dozens of prizes. Yeah, yeah. Um, last year we had about 45 um, adult or bucket um, prizes because we did the 30 general and then we had the bucket prizes that we had too. I think we had 24 bucket prizes and then um, we have the 30 kids prizes is generally what we try and do. Um, with and mini then bikes? With the mini bikes. Yeah, kids we always mini do the bikes? mini bikes. Yeah, so. And, and so the way our, our raffle works is there's we put buckets out on a trailer and there's a picture of the prize and so you put your... Raffle ticket in the bucket for the prize you want to win. So it's not like there's other raffles where who knows what you'll win. They have all kind of stuff. and But this one, you can win the prize that you'd like to win. I, and that's, that's not really the next cool. thing. You yeah. can pick what you want to win instead of yeah. you, know, you just won a pair of bloomers. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And I was at a, a an event, and, and I'm a motorcycle guy, and I won some Jeep stuff. And I'm like, well, it's great to win, but I don't have a Jeep. Right. Right. I, it was, I think it was Operation Desert Fun, and they they invite every kind of vehicle. Sure. So I win the Jeep thing. I'm like, okay, where's my Jeep friend? You can have this. And I go, when we have our event, we're going to do it different. Yeah, make yeah. sure that you get gonna, what you want. 
Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and you know, and a lot of times, what's what I like? What I like, I always go to the bucket that has the least amount of tickets. <laughs> Whether I <laughs> or need the it or not. My odds are better. You know, yeah. like if you gave away a set of tires and rims and a lift kit, well, you that that, that bucket that bucket's overflowing. Buckets. Yeah, because you can always buckets. use tires. Who can always, always use tires? Everyone needs tires. I need tires on so my car. So, what's the date of the event? Saturday, November 13th, out at Superstition. Um, registration opens at uh, about 8 a.m. I think we're going to open the course 9 to 3, and then the raffle will be at 5. Um, Is there going to be like a map how to get to Superstition for people that have never been out there? Yes, we have a link on our website that says how to get there. There's a map of it that shows you how to get out That's... there with directions and everything. It's about an hour and 20 minutes east of San Diego in Imperial County, just before El Centro, um, kind of near Sealy. If anybody knows the desert, I know the desert really well. Also, when I tell people that, they're like, Sealy, I've never even heard of that. I'm like, okay, El Centro. And we'll just call it yeah, El yeah, Centro. We'll Dun- it El Dunaway Centro. Road and El Centro. You'll figure um, it out. Follow yeah. the map. Yeah, it's pretty All easy. Ways. So it's Wheeler mm-hmm. Road, mile marker 6.5? Yes, yes. That that's is where correct. our base camp is. Very good. Yes. You remember Thank that. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm impressed. I've been there so before. You, so, you didn't land, <laughs> so you didn't land on your head. No. I, you know, they at the hospital, they, did you lose consciousness? Do you remember? Do you know what day it is? And I was in, you know, I was in intensive care when I got there and the, there was two of us in this big room and the other dude, they'd ask him, he didn't know what he, he had no idea where he was. <laughs> I mean, like for two days, he, like, I, I don't know. Am I at the store? <laughs> he was really bonked. Yeah. He whacked his head hard. Oh, another motorcycle. Accident. No, he just fell. No. The old guy, he just fell. He broke the eye socket or. Oh, on his man. head, and he got a good concussion. Yeah, but he just went That's down a like a rock. Well, I hope he's yeah. okay. Yeah. So, if people want to donate, maybe yes, we oh. are looking for sponsorships. We're looking for raffle prizes. Um, we'd love to have you recognize your business as a checkpoint, and or have you be a vendor on site at the event. Um, we're looking for food vendors as well right now. That's going to be big. I usually try and vent as many as we uh, yeah we get as many as we can out. We would there. love to have a good lunch um, truck. It would be awesome. The whole thing with that, though, that you have to realize is it's not in San Diego County. So you have to have an Imperial County health permit. You have to have an Imperial County seller's license, business license. And then when you're selling on BLM land, you have to get your own permit for BLM land, too, for $105. And you get that information off um, the site? We can help coach you through the the permit process. Yes. So if you want to come and bring your truck, talk Mm -hmm. to us. And we can help you, like, yeah, Yeah. we'll help walk you through because it's a little bit convoluted, but it's straightforward. I mean, the agencies are designed to give these permits. You just got to fill the right form out. So we'll we'll show you how to do that. And pay your fee. They're all about collecting. Oh yeah, the fee is important to them. That's all it's about, really. So for people that are listening and they're sitting on the edge of the couch and they're trying to decide, well, is it worth all this? Oh, it's totally worth it. What kind of attendance did you have? Not last year because of COVID, because we didn't do it, but the year before. Do you have any attendance numbers? I do. I can actually tell you. Um, so we registration-wise, so this is registration per vehicle. Mm-hmm. And the vehicle usually has a driver, passenger. Sometimes it's a whole family that's inside of the vehicle. Everybody signs up and get wristbands. Um, and, but uh, per vehicle registration was just under 700 vehicles last year. Whoa. And then that's not including, not everybody actually signs up and, and right. registers and gets the game hand. We get a lot of tag-alongs that go through. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's important that everybody signs waiver and we give them a wristband because when you go through and you play games at the checkpoint you have the potential of learning of a winning additional raffle um, tickets Mm -hmm. for the possibility of winning a raffle prize and um, so we try and make sure that we only give those 
raffle tickets to people who have signed the waiver and have the wristband have on the wristband. because we get a lot of piggybacks that that don't realize you know they're out at the desert already they don't realize our events going on or they just or they just or they come out with their friends and they didn't want to pay the registration fees so they just partake in they just get paid for, buy the raffle tickets and partake in that aspect which is okay with us too you know um help us out any way that you can you know not everybody can afford to do that but they want to come out and have a good time anyway you know as long as you sign the registration um, waiver and you can get a passenger wristband which is free um, you can still partake and earn the additional raffle tickets oh. but we just you know want you to sign the waiver for us sure. that's what it's all from about a safety point of view yeah from yeah. a safety point of view you know we know that you're out there um, and then we do in case somebody's broken down on the course we do um, have sweepers go out and during the course we have um, a ham radio and CB radio um, that we monitor during the entire time um, we do uh, we are looking for help safety wise right now we um, definitely need to have, uh, we've reached out to LESAR, Los Explorers Search and Rescue. They work with District 38 and on, they attend the District 38 races in case a uh, rider gets injured or anything like that. That's the and motorcycle they, desert races? Yes, the motorcycle desert races that generally happen all over in same, Imperial the same County. Area, but a lot happen, yeah. Plaster City, um, Ocotillo, and Ocotillo Wells. Um, and while well, they haven't raced over there in a while, though, it's usually Salt and Sea. Usually but Plaster City, Superstition, <laughs> Open Areas. Superstition, Open Areas. That's the main. Where they go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so Los Explorers Search and Rescue right now, to me, they are a very important aspect, especially with what we just saw with Ed's you know, sure. incident that happened two weeks ago, to be mm-hmm. a part of our event just in case you know a rider just does go down. Um, and we have them there. They are seeking help right now. If you are an EMT and you are interested at all, they have side-by-sides. They will train you. They need help at District 38 races, and they need help oh, they need for help. volunteers yeah. right now. Um, so they told us that they're not sure if they can attend our event because they don't have volunteers right now. Um, so Gwen so is down. want to help. Yeah, Gwen Harris is down by himself. SD- yeah. Or SDRC. Dot dot org. Org. Yeah. And Info at sdrc.org. Yeah. So That's if you're an EMT, if you have any help um, and background in that at all. You're only talking um, one day. You're not talking mm-hmm. weeks. No. One day, our event. Um, and then even then, you can reach out with them because they do the events. races for other events. They, exactly. they need help with other events. But they supply you. They've got the medical bag. They've got the side-by-side, the, you know, the back boards and everything, everything there they just need, need bo- they Bye. just need volunteers they need help that know, how um, to be a nurse. that know how to be a nurse and know how to help somebody in that situation male and um, female male and female it doesn't matter yeah, they, they the whole both. group they've got an excellent group that that attended let's, our let's last event nicole we'll send her um, out there with a box of band-aids yeah <laughs> <laughs> as long as i can kiss everybody's boo-boos i knew that was the only reason <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Why? Because we have to. Right here on SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. The is brought to you by, what's it brought to you by? Primary Residential Mortgage, Inc. P-R-M-I. You jumped over Wayne Miller. 
Well, we did Lori Miller on the last segment. Oh, you did. That's right. Yeah. So it's Chris Wiley out Primary Residential Mortgage, Inc. He's willing to help you out. If you're looking to get a loan for your home, you're looking to refinance, you need an FHA specialist, uh, he's the guy to get the reach out to. Give Chris Wiley a call at 619-722-1303 and see what he can do for you. You know, yeah. loan for your home. And he rides dirt bikes. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. Um, he was at our Lost Lizard uh, meeting at Casino Inn and Alpine a couple weeks ago, um, and and talked about we talked about that last weekend. So we're definitely going to see what we can do about some forest stuff going on. Yeah. Speaking Absolutely. of forest stuff, um, I uh, know that uh, Corva just had their annual nominations uh, for their board, and then they just had their awards go out yeah. last week. Um, and uh, they just got uh, Michael McGarity mm-hmm. as the, uh, uh, the administration. VP of administration. Yeah, the yeah. administration. So he'll be Vice helping President. us. This will be good so to have. He is a huge asset. Um, you know, when I was reading his background and what he has going on, he's got years of working with the Sierra National Forest and the Eastern Sierras. Um, and they've done a lot of trail work up there and keeping trails open and stuff. And so that'll make um, the competition nervous. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> They're thinking, oh, geez, he's in here now. What are we going to do? Yeah, Mike, he just moved from Cal Four Wheel over to Corva, um, and so we'll see what uh, where he goes with this. I think I think he'll be a force to be reckoned with, for sure. That's exactly I'm what we need. I'm very excited that's, to that's see. That's what we need, yeah. Um, yeah, and then um, uh, we've been trying to get Jared on here for the last couple of weeks, too, so hopefully we'll have Mike on soon, uh, have him call in, let us know what's going on up in the Sierras, up in the Sequoias, up in his backyard. Yeah. Um, yeah. He lives up near Fresno. Um, um, on the northern end of Fresno. Yeah, um, he's in Madera County. Yeah, I think Clovis. I know that says we, we Clovis about Independent it. Four Wheelers. That's the name of his country. You yeah, finally I remembered I it. With, I know. I knew it wasn't Fresno. It's Clovis <laughs> Independent. So You're he's so with funny. Clovis Independent Four Wheelers. Um, and uh, I know because Jared is Point Magoo Four by Four. So um, he's been with them for a long time. So I'm really excited to have him on. Um, hopefully, he'll be able to come on next weekend. We can um, discuss, you know, up what's happening up in the forest up there and some other stuff. And both of those guys, um, Mike McGarity and Jared McLeod, are um, board members on Oceano Dunes. So I'm I'm looking forward to having them on so we can discuss what's going on with Oceano Dunes. So, you know, from, from the inland forests to the beach and all across California, you know, we definitely need those volunteers, um, need people to step up, need the younger generation to start getting more active and voicing their opinions. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Jared yeah, has been... start learning the ropes because... There's a lot to know. It takes a lot of time oh, just yeah. having your, your foot in the door. And the competition's yeah. banking on the fact that you don't know. Yeah. God. That's yeah. what they're banking on. They make was, it so complicated. I was looking at the Sierra Club California website. They got a lot of people. They have a lot of stuff going sure. on. I was like, oh, my God. I just got an email from them, and it, it just went on and on, and how they're supporting Governor Newsom, and they're not supporting the recall, and they... Well, I hear, all I hear he's going to get out of it. I hear it's not going to happen. I, he's I mean, thrown so much money at it that he's going to crush the, the state. He doesn't care what the state has to I say. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with that, but, yeah, people are picking sides. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, but that's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll keep fighting the fight. Well, we'll keep pressure on him to do the right thing. Yeah. yeah. 
Definitely. Um, yeah. Without a shadow so, of a doubt. So uh, John Kinley, Corva nominated and uh, made uh, Off-Roader of the Year. Yes. Which, which is a big thing. And he's helped huge. us with, with social media. Yes. When I say helped us, I'm a Corva director. I've he been a Corva, Corva director for 16 years now. Yes. So yeah. I've been following. Um, so he's been a big help. He grew our Instagram page from not too many to many thousands of people. Yeah, he's done fantastic when it comes to social media. I was very yeah. proud to see that John got Off-Roader of the Year. That is a, a huge honor, and I'm he definitely deserves it with everything that he's done to promote um, and everything. Um, and then the other one that I was um, getting back to, the the to Mike and, and to Jared, um, Jared has been very active the last few years. Um, I met uh, the two of them a couple years ago when I went up to Sacramento for the Oceano Dunes Um uh, day that we did up in Sacramento. Um, and since then, Jared, you know, has, I've just seen how much he's done and what he, how active that he's been the last couple of years. So he got nominated and he won the, um, Ed Waldheim political activism award. Awesome. Yeah, that's a cool um, one. That yeah. is an awesome, that is a, that's a huge honor in my opinion. Yeah. Congratulations, Jared. Yeah. Ed, it, correct me if I'm wrong here, but, um, didn't, didn't you win the Ed Waldheim Award uh, or no, I was nominated. you presented the award. I was off-roader of the year. You were off-roader of the year. That was yes. about four or five years ago. Yeah. Right before you crashed. And then do, I think you I, presented to what that I remember. to Bob Ham, right? <laughs> now he doesn't remember. Okay. Now his memory is shot. Bob doesn't get awards anymore. He's gotten all of them. Now yeah. he's the one who gives yeah, the he awards. Gives out. <laughs> he gives them out. <laughs> he's yeah. the giver of awards. He's been around for a and long he's, time. Well, he's we been to have but he's, your radio show. For, yeah. For, uh, don't have a meet, don't Best have a media off-road yeah. media presentation. Do they have now, a media? Do they have we a need media to make award? a new award for that. I think they should. <laughs> well, I mean, nobody works Nobody Journal- works harder on... of the year. Hey, nobody works harder on the radio than you three. Absolutely. Yeah. Ah, well, following down the line with the Corva Awards, um, I just, you know, it's a, to me, it's a huge honor for the, for, um, the nominees and, um, they're, they're very deserving and, and I just want to give a shout out to them, um, because it's, it's a special honor to be recognized, um, in, in, for, for the work that they've done. Uh, usually it means that the club's been very active in the community, very involved. Um, they have very active members and, and that's huge because, you know, we, we need those voices. We need the the people. You know, we we're not like the the Sierra Club and the CDC that's got billions of dollars. You know, so we need our people to be more active in it. Um, so, with that being said, the Looney Dooners Award for Charity goes to the California Dual Sport Riders. Um, that's a, a good club. I actually follow them um, on Instagram. Yes, uh, what are and they then called? the. Uh, uh, <laughs> The Looney Dooners Charity Award. What would you call it? The Looney Dooners. Yeah, because they're the ones that originally um, they. Uh, that's where the award they, associated. They sponsored just like, the award. Yeah, so it's uh, just like Ed Waldheim's political activism. He's he originally sponsored okay. Ed Waldheim is huge for political for yeah. off roading activism. Um, he created um, what? Uh, uh, the main. What is the main one? I'm trying to think of up that I drive by um, all the time on my way to Kern. Um, well. Uh, Oh, the California right Trail now. Users Coalition. Uh-huh. Yes. He he helped start Friends of Oceana Dunes with Jim Sudi twenty something years, years ago. ago. Wow. He yeah. started Friends of the Sequoia. He started Friends of Jawbone. Jawbone. And, and he did Friends of El Mirage. 
Papa. Got Both of those down. organizations. So he was running El Mirage and Jawbone. And when I looked at grants this past month, their collective grants were like $7 million. Yeah, that's huge. The they, that's they, a lot they of manage, work. That's a lot. Those that friends manage. organizations manage those BLM areas. The Bureau of Land Management has stepped back and allowed these two organizations to run their area. Whoa. Yeah. Ed was just pissed at how what a what an insufficient job the BLM was doing. He said, we can do better. Give us a chance. Okay. And they said, okay. And they've done a great job managing these areas. So uh, wouldn't you think that that would be a good, uh, you know, like a, like a, like, or like a blueprint of say other areas that are off road, like down here in San Diego and different areas you would think, or maybe you got to ask. Yeah. Well, like superstition and plaster city, they're pretty well run. We're, we're not having an issue there. And the same with the Dunes. The, the El Centro BLM are, are pretty good people. They? they do a yeah. good job yeah. managing those areas. Yeah, I definitely And, and they get big grants, and they do a lot. They do what they can. Right. So I, I'm not upset with that. What's the deal on the, the new ranger station? Well, it passed. Uh, they, they signed the record of decision. So that they go through this formal process, and when they sign the record of decision, that means they're going forward with it. Mm-hmm. So they've done that, and now they've got to – figure out how to pay for it, how to do the design. And while they had the 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 mm, the sort of the design like okay, we want this and we want that. Now they have to get a guy to actually or a person to write what they want to, mm. to make the blueprint. So they got to just start with the nuts and bolts, line up the money and well, start they got, building. They got the okay so they're moving forward. Move forward. Yeah. yeah, that's the man. I was just curious about that cuz I know I first heard about it, I don't know, six or seven years ago when Tom Zale was the office manager. He's like, oh, you know, we really need a new station. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know how hard it's going to be, but we need to start on it. Right. Yeah, because you can't just sit there and wish you had it. And they said, you know, we think this will take 10 years. It's going to take 10 years from now to when it opens. It's crazy that it takes so long to get anything done. It is crazy. I know it's and, job security, you know, I, but, I, I, but there's honestly, checks and balances. Yeah, and me being a commercial project manager for my regular job for what I do for a living and running construction projects uh, is not really that. I My school project but started in January, and here it, it is go going in June, and I still could, haven't had it figured because there's it, yeah, you know, could the it, issues could with a general contractor. Could it not so. go quicker? I mean, yes. With and, more cooperation from other entities? Mm. Yes and no, because if you think about the permit process, what they have to do, they have to get the plans laid out, everything that, that they have to do with it. I mean, you, they could shorten the process probably by about five years if they get a fast builder. If they get a really <laughs> good contractor, they don't go for the cheapest bid and they get bid. But again, oh, the, 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 here, no, there, that's, yeah, we're, we're back off on, so we're, we've digressed. On yeah, we've yeah. digressed back away from where we needed to be. So let's get back on track to Corva and the Corva Awards and moving forward because I've got a couple more clubs here oh. that I want to just mention um, and do a shout out to. Because these clubs really have earned it in uh, over the past time. And um, I've got about a minute to go through them. So um, Los Adverant, uh, Ad, Adventuros Conservation Award. Los Adventuros. Uh, Adventuros, I can't pronounce the word correctly, Conservation Award um, has been uh, uh, d- given to the Bakersfield Trailblazers 4x4 Club, um, which is, you know, that B- Bakersfield Trailblazers has done a lot out there, um, out in Barstow, out in Bakersfield. Um, they've done a lot of trail conservation, um, some work out in Death Valley I've seen. Um, so, uh, and one on mines. Uh, they just did something with a mine not too long ago. So, um 
they really definitely deserved it. Uh, the Northern Club of the Year has been um, given to Railtown Off-Road. Uh, so I I myself haven't heard of them, but I'm guessing that they've got something I don't know to do either. with with uh, train tracks or something if they're Railtown. Maybe yeah. they live <laughs> near a train city and then they go out and have uh, you know cool trails out there. I'd love to figure out more about that club. Um, <clears throat> the Southern Club of the Year has been Eastern Sierra Four-Wheel Drive Club for all their work in the Eastern Sierras and keeping trails open. I know that they were looking at uh, uh, some trail potential trail closures this year, and I believe that they worked hand-in-hand with uh, Clovis Independent, Fresno, um, 4x4, and a couple of other ones to uh, follow through um, on trying to keep those trails open. So thank you very much, Eastern Sierra Four-Wheel Drive Club. Um, and then the past president's award for 2020 was awarded to Sarah Miggins. Um, so hopefully that name sounds a little bit familiar. We do talk about sure. Sarah on here quite frequently. Um, she is the deputy director of the Off-Highway Motor Vehicle Recreation Division of Parks and Recreation. So basically our state park representative. for. And she's relatively new in the job, less than a year. Um, but she uh, was on the commission before. And, and she's done a lot to uh, help okay. off-road well, let's go ahead in and her take short a break, tenure. And then we come back. I'm sure we have some more awards to discuss. Oh, no, that was it. That was it? Yep. All I tried right. to get it in there as fast as I could. Thank you there. very much. No problem. S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio right here on FM 96.1. AM eleven seventy. The answer. We got Ed Stoven back in the house, all in one piece. Good to be here. Thank I you. Bet Welcome it is. Back, he Ed went and bought a recliner, so he's going to be. A, I'm well rested. Yeah, I got my first good night's sleep in a week because he's still I healing. You, I told you to get a recliner. I always listen to Dave. That's right. Anybody that's <laughs> crashed as much as I have, listen to me. Listen to all Dave. Right. So we're going to talk about the Rebel, but we're also going to talk a little bit about motorcycle racing because there was a little event that went on over Impala. I love motorcycles. They've hurt me, and I still love them. We have this love-hate relationship. So yesterday was the first motocross outdoor national of the year. Yeah. And highly anticipated. Supercross is over. It's a fresh start for the riders. Everyone. Same riders, just different series. Almost all the riders are the same. There's a couple guys that have Supercross only deals. Uh, Malcolm Stewart only. Right. Uh, Justin Brayton. The, but but most of the guys want to ride all year. Sure. And, and the bike setup is pretty different between Supercross and Motocross. So they spend a lot of time getting ready for Motocross w- with adjusting the settings. So what's interesting is the first race of the year was at Paula Raceway. Mm-hmm. They, now, they call it Fox Raceway. And that's on the Paula Casino out Highway 76, mm-hmm. uh, northeast San Diego County. And what's crazy to me is that we're not having a Glen Helen National this year. Yeah. Now, which why is, is that? So, so that Paula, too. Glen Helen is a premium racing facility. Mm-hmm. I've raced there probably more than 100 times. I've been there when there's three different motorcycle clubs racing on the same day. They have races constantly. They've held Grand Prix. They've held a bunch of nationals. It's near the freeway. It's easy to get in and out of. It has a tremendous amount of elevation. And in motocross, we like hills. They have a great watering system. They have great track preparation. They have a wonderful facility there. It's 
It's one of the premium places to have a national-style motocross race in the country, in the world. So why aren't they at Glen Helen? And why are we at Paula, which is a practice track? They don't really race there much. It's on a reservation. It's about 10 miles of a two-lane twisty road to get there from Highway 15. So there's a lot of reasons why Paula is not so good and Glen Helen is a good place. And I think there's politics. I think there's sanctioning fees. I think the AMA is asking a lot of money to hold a race. And Glen Helen, when they look at it, and especially now with the virus, how much money can they make by selling uh, gate entries? Right? It takes a, a lot of people coming through the gate to turn a profit. And they already make good money having all these races every weekend. Sure. They're, they're doing okay. And they get the TV deal. There's the TV deal, yeah. Now, I don't know who gets that money. Uh, I, the TV deal. Uh, I don't think the track gets it, do they? No, uh-uh. They no, don't. it's the promoter. Promoter, right. right. And then his job is to spread the money amongst the, the, the you know. The, yeah, the, everybody the, involved. Yeah, the what you win if you win. The facility and the purse. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And insurance and all that kind of stuff. So the um, so Paula had, and I've, I rode Paula, I don't know, about six weeks ago. And I, 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 they, they have a couple of tracks. They have the vet track where I spent most of the day, and they have the pro track. And I'm not really a pro-level rider, but I went over there and I rolled a few laps on the pro track because I knew the, the national was coming, and I wanted to see what they're going to be riding right. on. And I'll tell you, that Paula pro track is a high-quality track. That is a track worthy of a national. Really? It's wide. It's fast. It has some elevation. The soil is really good. Like, I look at the dirt. How is the dirt? Glen Helen has fabulous dirt, but Paul is not too far behind. And they have, they have big jumps and big obstacles. It's really a, a pretty neat track. And watching the racing, I watched the races yesterday. In fact, I was over at Gary DeForest's house, and I was sitting next to Marty Tripes watching. And for those of you who don't know that name, Marty is the first rider to ever win a Supercross ever 1972 la coliseum so he's sort of in my book he's royalty sure he's he's motocross royalty he won the first and the second he won a lot of stuff so sitting with him watching the racers and critiquing the race critiquing yeah you should have been over on that line instead of that line (laughs) (laughs) you know armchair uh competitors (laughs) we we won the race hands down based on what we knew uh but it it was fun to watch and, and seeing the riders. I didn't think uh, Dylan Fernandez was coming into this as such a strong rider, but boy, was he was he strong. And uh, Justin Barsha was a big surprise how well he rode. His nickname is Bam Bam. He's not afraid to to rub elbows with another rider. Nope. And um, he was fast and loose. Eli Tomac was was kind of a disappointment running back around tenth to twelfth. Both motos. Tomac, when, when he's motivated, I don't know if there's another rider on the planet that can keep up with him. Yeah, he podiumed. And, and, like, and he wasn't motivated yesterday. Uh, just out for a good ride. Um, I'm, a, I'm a, a patriot. I love the United States. And this guy, Ken Roxon, a German, he still has my heart. This guy, he has more heart as a rider than anyone I've ever known. He had 11 surgeries on his arm from a crash a few years ago. And they didn't know if he was going to be able to keep Isn't his arm. The one where he went into the rear spokes of the bike? 
That was a different crash, but the same rider. That was after his comeback. <laughs> when, I, who was that? Cooper Webb, the guy in a well, Yamaha. Cooper Webb, yeah, yeah. He got yeah. his arm stuck between the the, t- the tire and the swing arm. Holy mackerel! Broke bones again. And speed, no less. <sighs> was great. Anyway, so he's back. He won a moto. He he won the second moto, and he coming into the race on the pre-rider interviews, he said, "I'm not feeling that confident. I don't know how I'm going to stack up tomorrow." Last year, he didn't ride any nationals because he was recovering from another, from an illness. Yeah. Uh, not not from an injury, but he had an illness. Uh-huh. So he didn't even compete in the nationals. So he came out, he got third in the first moto, and he won the second moto. Uh, un, uh, I mean, nobody really challenged him. Wow. Um, Aaron Plessinger tried to make a run on him, and, and he uh, held him off. How many races are in this series? This is a 12 race, so 24 motos um, goes to different tracks. And what's funny, it goes back to one track gets two races, and that's Paula, Mm. or otherwise known as Fox Raceway. So they get the first race, and they get the second from the last race. Wow. Which is, it's kind of interesting, yeah, that they've got it going. And I'm going to try to go to the the second to last race at Paula. Mm-hmm. See if my uh, my media credential will It'll work. will work you just over there. Let them know ahead of time. Stay on their website, and there will be a spot for media. And then all you have yeah. to do, and if you want, I've got a really good recorder. I'll, it's simple to operate. I'll let you take it and do. And that would be fun if I can get in the pits and talk to well, some you people. Can. That's what you. you, you that's want. the whole purpose of that's media whole, pass. That's yeah, the whole yeah. purpose. Yeah. So yeah that we'll, would be a lot of fun. Just remind me there's, at least you know. You just stay on top of the website. And have you ever gone there and looked for the media site, see if there's a media site? I didn't on theirs, but I've looked at other places. Yeah, well, I've get on it. theirs and then find out because, you know, sometimes yeah. you, know, you have to. And then if you have to send a couple of radio shows, you know, this would be a good one to send. You know what, Dave? There's a lot of personalities in the motocross this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's some interesting personalities. Oh, yeah. Jet Lawrence from mm-hmm. Australia, yeah. 17. He killed it in 250s. He wow. won. Uh, he got a one three a three one moto score. Won the overall. Young guy, factory Honda. And watching him ride, I'm like, it looks like Ron Lachine in his prime. Oh yeah, good old he's, Ronnie. He's tall and slim and very athletic. The way he rides, yeah. you know, he sits, he stands, he's moving around on the bike. And boy, the track got so rough. Oh, did it? It was. They watered it. It's it's a kind of a loamy, soft dirt, and the ruts and the bumps. It was a rider's track, like a technician, a, a good rider's track. Yeah. Like, so let me throw a little monkey wrench into your, your comment. I was watching a race over in some foreign country where they were going, and it's this guy won it, and he's won it quite a few times, but it's over boulders and up the sides of this mountain. It's probably the Erzberg Rodeo. That's it. Yeah. What the hell so that, is that? That's part of this new category of extreme Enduros. And I mean extreme. Dude. Like I, when he when Dave says boulders, we're not kidding. No, These no, are we're like not talking rocks. three, five, seven foot rocks. And, and, and the and, rock field, the boulder yes. field, at, that's and it's not flat. It's on a slope. Yeah. It's off camber. Yeah. And the and bottom then, of it, if you go too low, well, you go in the water. And then if you have to go up this dirt area and get caught on these on the roots of these trees. And you got to physically pick your bike. I've never seen anything like. It's that. in Austria, and that's a mine. That's a, an act, it it's an active iron mine. And the, the hill climbs they yeah. do, you oh, see how steep yeah, they are? Yeah. Holy mackerel. And, and the guy that If won you don't the, make it, if yeah. you stop, you got to turn around and go back oh, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like 80 other guys coming at you. 
And there was actually a couple of guys that were actually helping each other get up through a couple of sections. You, you know, it's funny in, the, in these races that, that guys get together and they form a little pack. Like, yeah. we're going to ride together. We're going to help each other. Yeah, otherwise, you'll and, never make it. Yeah, because you got to lift, lift your so, bike over the rocks. All right, what do you Follow got? us on www.sdorc.com. Thank you for listening in today. We'll be back next weekend. And SDORC Dirt Radio. We're join a membership us. organization. for our event. So uh, hopefully, we'll join see you out SDRC? there. You can. The program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. To learn more about SDORC and how you can get involved, visit SDORC.org. That's SDORC.org. Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego.